That was the lower class brats on. Hope everybody having a good time tonight. We got a uh, familiar face who we ain't seen in a minute. How you doing, Marley? Not so bad. Been a minute, been a I minute. Know, for- it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, the sampler's not working. I, I think it's ever since all this beer shot out of a bottle. <laughs> and it was picked up off the floor and put oh, on the electronics. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ever since this, then. This motherfucker. Hey, it's in the archives. This, Go back and this, listen. This motherfucker. Go back and listen. It's yeah, all it's, there. 
Whatever, man. But yes, yes. I'm not. I'll I, do it again. It you keep talking shit. Right? I'll do it again. Oh. I had the whole thing working right when we started, except one button. And Sean, you even sat here and listened to me press all these buttons and do all those samples. Samples we haven't used in years from Christmas and yeah. St. Patrick's Day. And as soon as we get on now, the cheer button's not working. I wonder what else is fucking. I think it's got a short. But yes, enough about our technical bullshit. It is November, and that means Halloween has come and gone. Halloween bigger than Christmas in this <laughs> household. I know I had a lot of fun. Uh, me and Sean were together, but so Marley, what did you do? Anything special for Halloween? Really. Anything with Darby? It was like the middle of the week, like my kid went trick or treating with his dad, so I was like, oh, you were there. Like, what do you go as? Um, a skeleton, I think. Very classic, very you know, signature. like a onesie or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Real, like real basic. <laughs> yeah, real basic. Something he probably like colored. Did he get a lot of candy at least? That's the real thing. None of it got to go to my house, unfortunately. She's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, was, fuck Halloween. They gave out like candy all week at his fucking school, so like he was he was scoring. All sugared up. All yeah. sugared up. What is he in pre-K or daycare still? Yeah, he's in daycare. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, me and Sean, we met up for uh, Halloween with the kids last year. One of my daughters was Sally, and his daughter was. Ooh, I just got. Okay. You mean my son? Yeah, no, my I got son. an email that said don't talk about something, so we have to not talk about something. <laughs> but I don't know why. Uh, okay. But um, I got sidetracked now. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, Jacob was uh, yeah, was Jack, and and and, uh, and Sheeta was. Sally. So this year so he was what? He was, a, he was like a ninja, but he fucking uh, decided to put on his costume like right after he got it. And then I was like, all right, that's cool. You can wear it for now. And then I'll put it back in the bag and then you don't fucking touch it until Halloween. Because if you lose pieces of the costume, I don't want to hear you cry that you don't have them. <laughs> So I'm there, man. So I'm like he did you. it, but of course my kid doesn't fucking listen to me. So he put on his <laughs> Halloween costume like three days in a row and lost like the things. He lost like a he broke one of the swords he had and of fucking course. lost the glove. Couldn't find the pants that went for it and uh, so just so, everything. Just he just lost everything. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and so he went with like a kind of like part part of his costume <laughs> trick or treating. Not not the whole thing. So Sheena, when we bought her costume, she was the killer clown. There's I think there might be actually there's not uh, there's pictures on the internet but uh so when she came home we had gotten her like a like a cleaver like a plastic cleaver you know what I mean this thing is out of the package I'm telling her you can't use this stuff she's like just let me see the knife just let me see the knife I'm like all right I take it out of the package it's in her hand for a second drops hits the ground breaks off handle breaks <laughs> off I'm like are you fucking kidding me it's like figures but it's like can't even be mad at her because it's obviously Cheap shit, but also yeah. like, come on, Sheena. And it's like, dude, well, we dude, took it back. I, you know how many times I say, "Come on, Jacob." And we got, we got a cooler <laughs> machete. We went, we went bigger. Go bigger, uh, go home. You know what I'm saying? That's good, Ava though. was the fear leader, the zombie cheerleader. Now Jess was looking fine as hell, <laughs> orgasm working. I always know how to make him come. <laughs> But uh, Jess was the Blink-182 nurse, and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. She looked real good. We had talked about it for a while. She used to have bleach blonde hair like that, and this one time, 
she took this picture and she was it was like one of these pictures like look at my new barrette but here's my tits like you know what i mean <laughs> and there were all these guys she looked hot there were all these comments like blink 182 nurse blink 182 nurse because it was in like some punk group or something yeah. the worst she didn't even mean to she thought she was putting it on her timeline and she posted it to some group and it was a guar fan page and it oh, got like geez. thousands of views <laughs> And hundreds of comments, right? <laughs> and there's plenty of guys hitting on her, and then there's plenty of women talking shit, and like, but plenty of you look like the blink nurse, and she did. I've always said that. So uh, when we were coming together with ideas, we were trying to tame down the price a little because I was gonna do a zombie Elvis, and the Elvis suit I wanted, like this is not the Elvis era I like, but if I was doing a costume, I'm, I'm going with the like white leather and gemstones and fucking studs and a fucking cape, and like I'm gonna be bloated. Like, I'm going as bloated Elvis. Like 1975 and then, Elvis and or whatever the fuck it was. I was gonna be zombie. Zombie Elvis, okay? So, Andrew, but it was basically. How dare you? It was, we'll get there. We'll get there. It was basically two costumes, and it was like, ah, this cost me too much money. This is ridiculous. I'm not playing a show. I'm just going to a show. And I, then I saw the Freddy thing, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get this for like half the price. I'm gonna be Freddy, and I love Freddy. And it went great. We we played this awesome song. So proud of my kids and Jess. Plenty of people have seen it. When when we went to the U.S. Chaos show, it was all I heard about. So happy. We did a cover of uh, "Skulls" by the Misfits with me on guitar and vocals. My daughter Sheena also singing backups. Ava on bass, age eight, playing the whole thing. Like note for note Go in time, yeah. and it was Go so Ava. cute because you you can't really see her face. Yeah, you show me that she's got to look you at tag her me fingers. It, yeah, you but tag so me in that video, man. Like, look on, at that hand. You tag me in that video on on uh, on Halloween, and I um, I was like, yo, or it was like the day after Halloween or day before. I, sh I showed I showed it to Colin. I was like, yo, check out Andrew and his entire family playing Skull, and he was like, yo, that's fucking dope. I don't lie, yo, my kids love punk rock and they love the misfits and the ramones and it's happened a couple i forget what it was but ava like randomly referenced johnny thunders completely on her own like it was something along the lines of like daddy doesn't that guy look like johnny thunders and i was like what <laughs> like you know what i mean it wasn't even and uh but uh oh i totally just lost my train of thought but anyway uh, we were talking about oh I, I was talking about the uh, the song it was it was a lot of fun it was real good if you haven't seen it go on the Facebook I was real real proud of it just killing it on the drums she really did plenty of people were talking about yeah, it yeah I I, I I was like oh shit check out Jess rocking out the drums I know what I was gonna say and I am gonna address this because it made me mad as fuck. I heard through the grapevine apparently it was on my Facebook but my dumbass didn't even notice it. My daughter went to Dave Phillips. My daughter watches the JHS show and that pedal show. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and she went to Dave Phillips and she picked out three pedals that she liked because she said she wanted a pedal and I still wanted it to be somewhat of a surprise. And we, so it was like, you won't know what you get. Yeah. So pick three and I'll get you one. So I get her the pedal, me and Jess do, and we give it to her on her birthday. She screams. She's all happy. All her friends, the little girls, are like, what the hell is this? But he was like, yay, my own pedal. <laughs> Apparently, there was a bunch of, or at least one person in the comments that was like, 
wow, way to like, for, does a kid actually want that? Like, way to force your things on uh, that kid. Fuck Yo, that. Ava heard somebody say this. She was like, what? She was, because Ava legit loves it. Like, Ava listens to the Ramones and the Misfits and plays her bass and watches pedal stuff. She hangs out with me, and that's all I do. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And it's like, and also, I'm never the type I would never in a million years because the way I think of it is like I'm kind of good I got lucky my mom bought me a guitar at age seven but I had no idea slightly how to play it and I never got lessons and I eventually learned to play like through high school and bass and everything right but so I was like well if I get my kids guitars because they were asking for them in basses it was like I can actually teach them and they might be really good. And it's it's great because Ava's like totally passionate about it, but it really pissed me off hearing that. And so it was great seeing her. I what my I'm not the type to be like you got to get up there and practice. Like it's yeah. still got to be organic. I might if uh, she dude, hasn't I, played I in a couple days, I'm like do you still play bass? Yeah. Like I'm tired daddy, but never. I absolutely refuse to be like you got to practice for 2 hours every day. No, dude, you get that That's that's how yeah. What my kid, I'm not forcing my, my kids kid, into My kid like, likes to play the drums, but I like you said use the word uh or uh organically. Yeah. When we go into my drum room, when I bring my son into, into the uh, the drum room with me to just play records or just what whatever, he he will grab. He'll be like, "Daddy, where's the drumsticks?" He will take the drumsticks and he'll go over and he'll start playing a couple rudiments that I showed him how to play. Exactly, and that's organic because it's not me yeah. telling him, "Hey, Jacob." Go play that rudiment that I showed you. It's not that. He just wants to do it. Yep. And there's not kids want to be like their parents most of the time, especially at that age. And there's nothing wrong with encouraging, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I wouldn't make my kid play it like you imagine someone having to play the cello like Martha, get upstairs and rosin your bow. Pra and practice and piano and, and, and the violin. Like, yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. I was, though, but I think this is good because it's also life lessons. And I swear, my kid was struggling like so many others. She's been on the honor roll always. As soon as school started, she got three Fs on her first spelling test. This kid never got any Fs. First three spelling tests, all Fs flipping out all low in confidence, you know what I mean? But all the kids are behind, and we really had a, me and Jess, too, we were sloppy. It was the beginning of the year. We didn't have, like, a, a yeah. drill for the homework, and it's yeah. a lot more homework in third grade. And then we got Sheena's little bit of homework in first grade, you know? And it's, like, it's drilling, or we, we needed to get more into a system, and she's crying, and I'm like, but, honey, think about the base. I said, you couldn't just go up there and play like When I Come Around by Green Day. And I'm like, you can even do the fill. I'm like, how long did it take you to get that fill? And you hear that for a second of the song. Like, it's a note. That, da -da! Like, you practiced that for weeks to get that one little sound. But now you got it. And, it and that's the whole idea of, like, because it teaches them to strive for something and to improve. And it's like... I really feel this is a good segue to what I'm going to be talking about. I really feel like it's just some miserable person who didn't have a good relationship, and I don't know who it was, with their parents or maybe their child, because it's like, it's like 
it, it's kind of just like part of this cancel culture. It's like, I just got a shit on you. And yeah. like, I think this also kind of ties into some of the more previous shows I was doing. Well, anytime we're talking about like movies or media, like the Munsters or anything, or any punk rock movie, how I just think like everybody wants to shit on it just for the, f it's trendy to shit on it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's become very trendy to say this say things like this is not as good as i want it to be yep. or this is not as good as it used to be because everybody wants to be miserable and it's like cool like not to me but like yeah. it's like that's the cool thing and it's like yeah and it is just like this bubble stand in line well everybody else said the monsters sucked so i say it sucked but what's really getting me on this, so you heard I was going to be a zombie Elvis, right? And the reason I stopped was because it was I could not afford it. Like, it was too much money. We threw that party for Renee, and I was like, yeah, that was my big-ass costume <laughs> money right there. And, like, and so that was the reason I changed it. The day after Halloween, however, BuzzFeed puts out, now I'm paraphrasing. You can go find the article. It's on BuzzFeed some article titled something like the things you just cannot wear for Halloween. And it's in no way sarcastic. And like, obviously, yes, blackface, but just the idea to even make this list and then the things that were on it, it said, and these were things that like you would, you should be like canceled for, like you're gonna get protested. Yeah. Anything to do with Corona, anything to do with any politician, okay? Um, anything outside of your race, anything outside of your culture. Um, it was, um, there was no, no genies was specified for some reason. Like it, it said no genies. Because it's offensive to fictional characters yeah, it said the fictional <laughs> beings it, yeah, for, it, I think it probably has something to do with like a Middle East stereotype because that's like a Middle Eastern thing flying carpets. that's what I wanted to say is, which I just think is that's ridiculous. what I wanted yeah. to say but like it it doesn't matter because whether they're from the Middle East or somewhere else they're still not real do you guys yeah. remember now Kel, or is it Keenan? Keenan is on Saturday Night Live from Keenan and Kel. Yeah. He's yes. been on for years. He's yeah. one of the main guys. All that was basically Nickelodeon Saturday Night Live. It, sketch yeah, comedy. Yes. we grew yes. up with that shit. Do you yeah. guys that... remember Ishbu Dothead? I do. He would play the character Ishbu Dothead. He would sit in a bath, and he had a dot on his head, and he would do like this, 7-Eleven on the dot. There's people turning off the show because I just did that. <laughs> and that was the whole bit. It was just him talking with this overly cheesy. And in that my, he would always say, he would always yeah. say, in my foreign land, in my foreign land, Keenan. Yeah, yeah. In my for, he would always say, in my, in my foreign land, in my foreign land, we would blah, 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 blah. And everyone would, everyone would always be like, Ishbu, what country are you from? And then he would be like, I'm glad you asked. And then he would change the subject because he would never tell you what country he and was from. And would he go, beware of the dot. I remember him saying that a few times. Maybe. I don't remember that. But, but also on this list. So that was on Nickelodeon is my point. Yeah. And I feel like if you did that at the Grammys today, it would like walls would melt. It would be yeah. like Chris yes. Rock getting hit. Yes. But yeah. also on that this was list was no Elvis period like it's on like some he stole music from black people 
like there's people are paid to be Elvis impersonators. They said yeah. you're supposed to be canceled, Elvis in general. Like, no, can't be Elvis. Too bad. Elvis is canceled. Not only did it say no Elvis, which is literally like a job market, an industry of Elvis impersonators, people who marry you as yeah. Elvis, you know what I mean? You. It also said separately, my idea was zombie Elvis. It said no zombie versions of dead celebrities. Now I had That's never even specific. seen somebody. Yeah, I was just that say I thought I was specific. I thought I was all clever for thinking about a dead Elvis making him a zombie, but apparently it, dead celebrities made as zombies is a thing people do and like these people are shaking the finger. What the fuck? Fuck this bullshit. Seven ways from Sunday. Now I gotta give you know, the perfunctory, you know, I, I, I was friends with a gay kid in eighth grade who told me he loved me, okay? And that's when, like, it was cool to say gay slurs, like, every two seconds, you know yes. what I mean? Like, I love, I, I hang out, I, I, go, I used to go to gay bars. I love LGBTQ people. My neighbor is a, a they, you know what I mean? Kids hang right. out with them, no problem. Yeah. Punk rock should be inclusive for everyone. I 100% agree. And if you're not down with that, you shouldn't be in punk rock. And we all agree with that, yes, right? Yes. Agree. But this is so, and that's exactly. And even though we agree with this, and Liz right, people took that attitude for that noble cause. I yeah. feel like there's only a couple things that we really need to be like, this isn't okay, and like Nazis and rape, and yeah. you know, it's that. But with that passion of, did you hear like that band raped that girl? It's on videotape, like, yeah. I'm not supporting them anymore. That would be good, but now it's just like, wait. You wear real leather? No, we're boycotting you. Or you yeah. made you you made a joke on social media and that everyone found out about ten years later, and now you're a bad person. And I really think I, I'm not really. If you sit here and think for a second, I'm not really grasping at straws. I really feel like this isn't happening to punk rock because it's happening to society society this is happening to society because of punk rock and it, like seriously listen like it blows my mind because punk rock is so in the depths and underground and half the people don't know what it is and the other half think it died in the 80s yeah. you know what i mean but just the term antifa antifa as i would say it i feel like the yeah. media goblin is antifa that term whether you love it hate it if you think it's a gang a state of mind the boogeyman whatever your thought is on that phrase that is from punk rock i like antifa my first time seeing it was antifa hooligans i think that's the oppressed album right and they do a bunch of covers on it and they have the song antifa hooligans i might even be the first song on the album and i was like oh this is a cool song i'm like but what i don't like singing words that i really don't know what they mean yeah. and i'm like what does this mean and then i forget how but then as i was like it's anti-fascist and i was like oh okay that's cool that was the and that was like and it was like oh yeah that was more of a skin thing and i'm into punk rock and this is when that album came out probably eight years ago six years ago and or at least when i had started playing it and 
you know, like I'm pretty in the scene, and I didn't even know that term. Yeah. Now it's on Fox News. It was every other words out yeah, of now, now Trump's mouth. Yeah, now they're right a terrorist here. organization. And, 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 and remember yeah. January 6th? Remember when they were saying it was anti Yeah. Anti-fob, 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 and yeah. it's, so, and not only that, and now boneheads are not punks, but you know they get the the whole skinhead thing. The Proud Boys, that was a. I know people who got out of the Proud Boys because they went right, but I know several skinheads that were Proud Boys or um, not Proud Boys. They were um, what's the other one that was like retired vets. The other one that did the January 6th. Um, Not the Proud Boys, but the... Uh, I don't know. The Protectors or something. Does no one know what they... But I knew... I thought you would know. I, I, I'm blanking on it. It's the um, the Proud Boys and the other one. The guy has the eye patch on who runs them. But uh, it's the the Oath Keepers. And what the I had this explained to me by like an ally to me skin like an ally skin like a traditional skin it was explained to me by jay all right jay like who does stomp out animals yes and he said i was like that but it was before they were right and what the oath originally was was to not take like those nazi orders like how hitler ordered yeah. like crimes and that's mm. what it was but then i guess this dude you know got all charles manson with it and obsessed and made it about him and turned it into a fascist movement and i've seen other people because jay said it to my face but then also when i commented i made a post of the guy wearing the my the descendants shirt in mm-hmm. congress who used to be an oath keeper mm-hmm. and got out and when I posted that, he also, like somebody else was commenting something and clearing them up on some facts. There was, mul- that was the only dude I actually knew, but there was two other dudes who were skins that were like, yeah, dude, like I, we, we were all in the military and this is what that was about. You know what I mean? It was about like being noble and not letting the government tell you to do things as an order that you're not supposed to like that's something that has to do with it yeah right but then it went all crazy so it's like and the proud boys those are nazi skins like they're nazi skins they have bald heads it pisses me off i I don't have any fred perry's or ben sherman's but if i had one i always wanted the black one with the yellow outline right just like i have the black docks with the yellow stitch and the yellow laces always loved it for whatever reason, that specific color, they ended up like adopting it. Like that came yeah, from I mean, boneheads. Yeah. Punks, I mean, even, it's so basically the, like fucking face code, whichever. Like, I just had this conversation with somebody, like, if that really fucking exists anymore. What did you say? Uh, what exists? Lace code. What? A fucking lace code. So the color of your lace is like what oh, they mean. Oh, like red laces, yeah, yellow. The, yeah, I hated that shit. shit. I like, hate that. I was asking somebody the other day, like, if it really even fucking exists anymore. Because, like, nobody, like, nobody gives a fuck anymore, I feel like. Well, this is my two worst experiences. One time before I had ever been locked up, so I must have just been like 18, I was paying a fine because I had gotten arrested, but like, you know, I got let go that night, like yeah. for like retail. And as I was walking out of the building, because I had heard this stuff, but nobody had ever like checked me, one of the outback workers, so somebody who's like allowed, a prisoner who's allowed to go outside and clean up. He's yelling, and I'm like, what is he saying? He goes, did you earn those, some white dude? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Your blood laces. I got red laces. 
And he didn't mean blood like the gang. He meant blood like, like shed shit. blood. Yeah, and yes, I was like, yeah. nah, and walked away. And then also, because it was always mostly with red it would happen, because people either said red meant something like that, or that people would say it meant you were a Nazi. Yes. So I, my dad used to live on top of this bar. I grew up going there. Like before I was old enough to be there, like my dad lived on top of it. Mm -hmm. I was there all the time. You know what I'm saying? So this dude had known my dad for years, had seen me growing up, and you know, knew a little, he knew like agnostic front, like the hardcore New York stuff. But he's mm -hmm. a black dude, right. like a hood black dude, yeah. but right. he knew those right, bands. Right, right, right. He sees me coming in with red laces, and he's like, oh, no, Andrew. Andrew, you can't. I know what that shit means, Andrew. Don't get down with that shit. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's not what it means. And he's like, yeah, it is. So I think what sucks with that lace coat, it does happen far less. I also just wear yellow, not for any other reason besides I just like the look the best. Yeah. But I never had problems with yellow, although Justin Sicali Crustin was getting thrown out of a club, right? And they either had, Finkin had an ACAB tattoo, RIP Finkin, mm -hmm. Bedlam Punks. Yeah. And I think the guy saw it and he was like, and fuck your tattoo, I'm an off-duty cop. And uh, I lost my train of thought. Preston, he was right. getting thrown yeah. out of the club. What were we talking about right before that? Finkin? Yeah, but what, what were we talking about? Lace code. Lace code? Lace code, yes. And he goes, I see your yellow laces. That means you're a cop killer. And starts swinging at Crustin. Oh, old, like fat, probably 45, 50-year-old white dude with not that much hair and a graying goatee is saying those are cop killing laces and swinging at Justin as he's getting thrown out. And like that, so Finkin's been dead for quite a few years, so even that was yeah. years ago. Yeah. So I think to us it means nothing, and I haven't heard anything about it in years, but I, all it really takes is that one, because I really think what it is, is it's, it, it would be somebody like the second dude I was talking about, somebody who's probably like from an urban area like New York or something like that, so they were around the hardcore scene, yeah. and they're not like in it though. And in the eighties, it but was they know what, more but they, real. But they know what it was in that area, yeah. so that's all it means to them. Yeah. So it really, and that's that kind of is also like with the cancel thing because it's kind of like whatever you're trying to say doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just you're shut down. You're wrong. That's against the rules. And yeah. as far as it coming from punk rock, that's that's what it's always been about, the lyrics. And I think what really took it mainstream, and it took this long to progress and get to this evil, dirty thing that it is now, I think grunge really helped pave the way. Because grunge was more mainstream, and it had this whole Gen X mindset. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like, I agree, like let's not go in bed with the government and believe everything yeah. they say. Yeah. And it's one thing to be in songs singing about absolute anarchy, but then when you sit there and go, Andrew, you have small children. Could you imagine if, the, like, a literal anarchy? Yeah. We wouldn't even have currency then. It would be, like, bartering. We'd yeah. be, like, foraging for food. So it's like... So, no, you wouldn't actually want that, but you're also not a communist because yeah. this cancel culture thing seems to have also turned so many punks 
into like straight up communists. Com- yeah, yeah. I've very that, left, actually. very left wing. Like, it, like, listen, I I don't consider myself like a liberal. I don't consider myself. A I do, but I'm not a libtard. I'm okay. All right, I I get that. I consider myself to be more liberal. Like I said, I don't consider myself a liberal. Like, I don't care about like animals. Like, like I don't think. Like, I'm not like a vegan. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that's a very left wing hippie type of yeah. mentality. I don't, I don't Which care. Which is fine, I eat but bacon. don't force it. I, yeah, I eat exactly. bacon. I eat bacon. But don't tell me not to eat bacon. Don't tell me that I can't wear a leather jacket because yeah. I'm going to do what I, Don't tell me what to do. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that shit was there in punk rock when we were in high school. Yeah. And now it happened on the mainstream, on the streets. And it's so funny because I really just see some huge DNA of punk rock, just the Antifa term, regardless, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that definitely was like a skin punk thing. The Proud Boy being boneheads, but Nazi skins nonetheless. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, basically, screwdriver guys. But right. the, the Proud yeah. Boy, you know what I mean? And then, well, even and like, though, even screwdrivers, like, kind of a weird, like, borderline gray area with their first album. Well, could you, this is even what I, could you imagine, Marley, right? If you were in a band and you put out an album and you're like the bass player, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it does good and you, you play some big shows, go on a little tour and like you get your little fame locally <laughs> and then the band breaks up and you don't see anybody and it's just this nice memory you got of your one album and then the singer comes back without talking to you five years later and he's like, we're Nazis! Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and because it's just, I, I just feel the need to mention it all the time because yeah. I don't think anybody realizes it was literally, and it was literally one member. Those poor other guys, yeah. like they really weren't <laughs> Nazis. Yeah. And now it's like you got a screwdriver <laughs> pin. Yeah, I was yeah. canceled for having a screwdriver. I remember. Poster I remember. I remember when that happened, man. Up. Listen, listen. You cannot. You can't like canceled. I'm still like, here. They tried. Guilt, to, that, yeah. that is all. What I is that? That's called guilty up. by association. association. Yeah. Okay, so you were affiliated with this person. Even though he came out and was like, I'm a Nazi, that means everyone else that was associated with him is now guilty. That's yeah. bullshit. I, yeah, That's I bullshit. Like, it's not like he walked up to me and was like, hi, how you doing? I'm a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. Just because you, all right, let's say you're, let's say you're, uh, your uncle is a pedophile. Let's just say your uncle is a pedophile. Does that make you... Oh, your yeah. uncle is a pedophile? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm not a pe- I'm not a pedophile. I didn't choose who my uncle is. But that is how it is yeah. nowadays. Yeah. It is. And I and so it's like where are the lines? It's like so it's like it's great to have this punk rock united like straight up hypothetical situation. I'm ordering a drink at the bar. I'm standing there with rude girl Jess. My kids are not there. I don't know what happens. Next thing, Sean's punching somebody in the face. I see this person didn't hit Sean first. I am running to Sean, and I have his back 100%. Like, if he's dead wrong, maybe I'll try and break it up. If they're going to get jumped, I'm jumping in and pulling them off of them. Like, we need that brotherhood, and we need that togetherness. Like... The stolen wheelchairs thing. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna not talk about our own thing. Like, but I'm sorry. Though there are lines and sex things and Nazi things. It's like you don't cross. Yeah. You know what right. I mean. Right. And 
But anything that really falls short of that, like f- short of like you're a bigot, you're a pedophile, you're a rapist, yeah. you're a woman beater, like short of these very strong categories, I don't think we should be attacking anything with, no, you don't even get a defense. Because honestly, all those people still need to get a defense. I literally knew someone. I knew someone. I've I've gone and refused to play shows because I knew that a member raped one of my friends of one of the other bands. And I said, look, dude, they're either off or I'm off. I've done that, but I also know a person in high school, he was like a loser, you know what I mean? And he hooked up with this cute girl, you know what I mean? Her friends were there, right? They all saw it happen, like it went in the other room. She goes to school in the morning, first couple people, she says she fucked this kid. They start making fun of her and laughing at her. So three people later, after everybody's laughing at her, oh, he raped her, okay? Now she's in the counselor's office. Now the cops are there. Luckily, there was so many other people, and even the next day when the girl first went to school, other girls yeah. said, she said. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you do need to allow someone to speak. We can't yeah. just, we can't. We can't just, just jump to one conclusion, like, oh, he raped her? No, you you don't know that. You're just coming to that conclusion out of nowhere. And by no means would you say this to the victim, but I'm talking about... An the, actual rape yeah. victim. And yeah. by the way, rape scum of the earth rot in jail forever and then die. Yes. But it's like, guys, we need to get off such a strong subject. So that's the one edge where I'm like, yes, this is where we need cancel culture. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's bled into, like... Oh, um, I'm trying to think of ridiculous. Oh, I remember one. I said something about COVID in the beginning, like about like, or, you know, it could have been a lab. And now they say it probably was even the Biden administration. But back then, Facebook would take down your post if you said that. And before they even took it down, this chick who I, of course, don't even know and is in the West Coast. He's like, oh, somebody's watching Fox News. And I was like, no, actually, I'm watching MSNBC, but I just don't have to listen and believe every last thing they suggest. Yeah. And, and that literally was what was happening. I did have the news on at that moment, and they thought yeah. they were being slick because I was saying something that wasn't the liberal talking point. Oh, watching Fox so News. We were, nope. ta- yeah. we were talking about this before. So, like, what what is, like... The cancel culture that we we know it as now, and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound like I'm taking like a right winger side. No, but but, it, but if you are trying to convince everyone that the way you think is the right way to think, then you're a fascist. Absolutely, you're a fascist because. That is mind control, and that is the very definition of what fascism is. That's always yeah. what I said. It, I hate extremists on both, both sides. sides. Yes. And yeah. they end up being the same. It's like a big circle. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you got the people in the center, and then you get further left and further right, and then it just starts circling in, and then the extremists yeah. are all at the same because they're all quasi-Nazis, not hating Jews per se or yeah. black, but they hate 
that you don't use the right pronoun yeah. or that. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, and it's also a thing. Like, I straight up. I have a, a they, their neighbor, and my kids, I had already, because it's on TV, like, it explains, like, well, you know, that's someone who decided, like, I'm very liberal, you know what I mean? That's someone yeah. who decided to change, and that's fine, there is a way to do that, you know what I mean? So they had already heard it, and then the person, they got a little curious, because, you know, it doesn't look, they're in the middle, yeah. Right, you know what right. I mean? So, and they're kids, and they're at least responsible enough to wait to walk away and ask me. And, like, this, they're so sweet to my kids. My kids think they're awesome. This person is mad cool. And it's, it's, I know if I accidentally, which I never have done, said he, they, they, probably wouldn't even shrug a shoulder because yeah. they would know it was a legitimate like Freudian slip like when I call <laughs> Ava Sheena or Sheena Ava yeah. you know what I mean and people they gotta be accepting of that because what happens when somebody does something like that what that does is it takes that person in most cases <laughs> and pushes them further away because it's like they in their head made a legitimate slip. They know they don't feel that way. Yeah. And yeah. now you're berating them. And now and now you're a bad person. Yes. yes. Now you're a bad person. Yeah. Listen, like, listen, I I I don't have anything against people that use certain pronouns and this, that, and the other thing. But you have to allow the fact because this is a very new thing. It's a very new thing. All of a sudden, if you don't use someone's right pronouns, you're 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 somehow labeled, and your 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 life is now fucked up because you you did something that you didn't mean to do. And it's completely different if somebody is knows that it's and they're specifically going, yeah, all right, bro, yeah, okay, dude, all right, yeah. my man. That's different, but I'm talking like yeah. an exact example, like I said yeah. with the person I, I live mean, next dude, to. I feel like, yeah. like especially like if you're like used to like somebody being like one gender, and then they transition, like like you've known them like your entire life, like that slips, and then they're fucking cool with it. But like somebody who like is not related to the subject at all is gonna get on your shit about it. I know, I know several trans people, and I try, I use their preferred pronouns because I know it's what. They want. I just straight up say they. But I'm like, I, you can't. But yeah. like, at the that. same at the same time, I mean, nobody gets offended. At the same time, they, like, I I feel like I I'm having to adjust to something that is just it's it's very new and it's it's foreign. It's like division. It's not how like we playing the bass. It is not how it is not how we grew up. Like the um the pronoun thing is like it, it's very new and so like we have to there has to be given an adjustment period to people that are not transgender. Do you do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It's like but see it, it, at the the uh the 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 gay uh rights parade that was going through New York there there was eight speakers. Not one of them was a gay man. Like it's like it's it's like it's almost like, you know, even I feel like because a lot of gay men, you know, might be white 
and like have money, they're basically a Republican then. And um, I feel like they're almost in a lot of cases being cast out of their own community. Just because you know what I mean? Because they're because they're rich white. Yeah, yeah. and it's like you know what I mean, and it's like like I've literally spoke to people that have this opinion that are gay, you know, and it's just like see, we started out with this unity thing, and yeah. it was all about uniting, and we were standing together and getting rid of the bad, but now the bad is you. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like we're 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 cutting gay. Some people are cutting gay men out of LGBTQ. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, like right. people. Like it's it's like you know. I like get what you're why, saying. Why why what what does this serve? Like what do you get out of this? Like like you know not Nike makes these. Uh, what like, what is the what is the end result of yeah. trying to get everyone to think? The exact Control. same, Power. The exact same, like, thing, the same way crossed, you do. Like to where like everybody is just you know like pointing the finger at everybody and. It's not good. It's not a good thing. Pointing fingers at people constantly is never a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You're absolutely. Am I right? right? You're absolutely right. And really, what it is is also it was like things got so polarizing with the Hillary, Trump thing. You know, with that election. What was that? 2016. And it's like people got like I remember I was talking. So when I heard Trump make his announcement, it was actually on sports radio. Colin Cowherd was talking about it when he used to be on the radio, and it was the first I was hearing. And he was playing clips of the interview, and they were saying that you know people were being paid to cheer and this and that. And he's basically calling him an ass clown, and I'm hearing what he's saying, thinking he's an ass clown. I went to the break room and someone goes, I, I go to one of the guys, you hear Trump's running for president? And they go, well, he's got my fucking vote. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And the way I hit them was like aggressive and like, you stupid, bigot, idiot. <laughs> In what way is that attitude going to make that person think more the way I want them to? Like, you know what I mean? And that was literally, and I realized this in hindsight, because we all got plenty of people in our families. Because it seems like all the boomers, you know what I mean? All our Thanksgivings were like, oh. Like, I was at plenty of Thanksgivings where I'm hearing people go, oh, yeah, if Trump doesn't win, it's rigged. And that was in the Hillary one. You know what I mean? And it was... It was so, the whole deplorable. That's what it was. Everybody went for the jugular, and it's like there's no coming back from that. It's like the whole QAnon how, thing. I, I don't know how many times in 2016 when I would see ad campaigns and shit, it was more about Hillary shitting on Trump and Trump shitting on Hillary rather than I'm going to do this for the country because I'm a good politician. Not that there's yeah. really anything as such, no, but be, there is really a lesser of two evils. 
There but, is. You can't. We have to be but, adults. But what? But what Nancy was? Nancy Pelosi is robbing us through the stocks. But I think they're, they'll they'll keep voting. Where some of the other people on the but other did side. But did you get what I'm saying yeah. though? Like yeah, they're still scum. It, it, it was just it was just, it was just fucking hundreds. It was of just slander. It was just slander back and forth. It was never. I'm going to do this yeah. this good thing for the country. I'm going to do this good thing for the country. It was always Hillary's. Negative. It was Hillary's emails, and it was Trump's. Yeah. Uh, Tax returns and shit like that. Like they, were just, the, uh, they were just the shitting on each other instead of actually being like, this is going to, I'm going to make the country better because X, Y, and Z. It's so they yeah. can keep fucking us because I remember, I noticed this as a kid. I remember saying to my mom, but mom, it's like in like seventh grade or something, like it's easier to unite people in anger because I was saying like I wanted to take over like, um, it was like a football. T- it might have been one of my teams or something. Like I wanted to go against the, like the quarterback. And what I was, I was, you know, manipulating people and like talking shit and getting them mad and being like, let's say like, fuck this guy and get him out of here. And I was like, and my mom's like, why are you doing it like that? And I'm like, because it's easier to unite people out of anger. Yeah, I mean, you know like, what people I mean? make friends from the common enemy. Like, it, that, yes, yeah. exactly. But you're not no convincing. One. You're not convincing people. Like if. The quarterback was a bad quarterback, and everybody and you knew everybody felt the same way about the quarterback. That's when you that's that's the difference between uh, getting people to think the way you do and just realizing that everybody already does think the, the same way you do, and using that to fight for a cause of some sort. That's exactly what I was doing. Exactly. Yeah, it, that, you, so but you got what I'm saying. That's and that's what they're. That's what I'm saying. Like no one. It's so obvious. No one voted for Biden. They voted against Trump. Yeah. You know, but yeah. that is the difference. People do love Trump, though. There's no one with oh, yeah, Biden do. tattoos. There's yeah. people with Trump tattoos. But you know what I mean? Like people weren't. It's it's all about the negativity. And it's it's crazy. Like I don't think I'm grasping at straws with saying punk rock's fingerprints are all over this. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not punk rock changed because the world did. I really feel like our little subculture created a little earthquake that just turned into like it split like a yeah. V at the top. Yeah. We were in the basements in our little clubs. There was people talking about Antifa and hating boneheads, and there was boneheads talking about being anti-Antifa, yeah. and now it's split at the seams. Like I, I, and I do, like I was saying with the grunge, like I feel like that made it more mainstream, this whole, yeah. like, we're we're gonna question and we should question things, but it's like now no one knows what the truth is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like it's it's literally like, no, I have different facts than you do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, I mean like we're all just fucking making it up as we go along. Yep, like, and we're all just regurgitating yeah. shit. Like, were you there January sixth? Were you we're yeah. just regurgitating shit that we've heard. You know what yeah. I mean? And then but, like you throw social media into the mix and mm-hmm. it's a fucking like dumpster fire. Like I myself, I've done plenty of soul searching during my uh stripey place time and getting yeah. clean years, you know, and so like I I definitely had a lot of counseling. So I feel like I can look at myself like 
like almost like empathetic like i can remove myself and look at myself as if i was someone else yeah and that's literally how i've been able to change my life from you know robbing your grandmother and like slinging dope to buy dope and going to jail every day to having like literally a like mini version of the life I fantasized about yeah. as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love my life. I, I should be dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that offers me a different perspective, but I feel like people are just so glued down, but they all need to stop and be able to look at themselves because it's like people don't want to admit that they're wrong. They feel stupid. And then these people who, yeah. like, argued with you and well, called you a name like, and then you know what i mean it's a pride is, like, thing some like quote that i've heard kind of float around it's like don't sit there and belittle me just like correct me yes like don't but you got to be yeah. open to it yeah you do yeah you do we're gonna get to a song that was fun that was fun. It was a long all, rant. It was a very all, long all, rant. All spun off of Halloween and that fucking BuzzFeed article. Don't tell me. And on top of that, yo, Halloween's also, I mean, originally, you know, it was it was a pagan the holiday. Came it, was in, a, the part, like, it was a pagan holiday. But yeah, that all, all, all aspect of it is kind of like a, a, like a purge thing, like a purge valve or the purge movie. It is supposed to be like, let the demons <laughs> out today, have some wild fo frolicking front fun, yeah. so you don't do this. You know what I right. mean? Like right. it's a mini version of that. The same thing with the, you. like Gabe made this point, I saw it on his Facebook, like stop with this, you can't be Jeffrey Dahmer shit. He's like, you weren't even born when this happened. And yeah. he's like, <laughs> I followed it, and the man is a ghoul. This is about ghouls. Like, yeah. I, I, said to, I said to my wife, because I was I wore the same mask that I wore last year for <laughs> Halloween, said that too. and I was like, uh, I said to Mary, I was like, you know who I could have been? I was like, I could have been Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep, and that I, was on and, the list. And, but, but, but here's the thing. You can't be Jeffrey Dahmer because he's a serial killer. And listen, I feel bad for the victims, but like... They've been it's dead for 30 it's, years. And it's Halloween. Yeah. It's Halloween. I'm dressing up as a, as a, 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 scary, a scary character, a scary yeah. person. I'm not glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer by dressing <laughs> up as him. Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm, very good point. I'm just... I'm glorifying Halloween. And there's I'm no glorifying Halloween. Not Vlad the Impaler? Like, is that not a real, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Vlad the Impaler used to shove a rod up people's assholes out their mouth while they're alive and hang him from the front of his castle. That's why he was Vlad the Impaler. He is the story of Dracula, yeah. and there's plenty of Dracula. But there's nobody would nobody would cancel you if you dressed up as Vlad the Impaler. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. Was, you know what I mean. I could understand, like, and you know what? I it's like that's just it. It's like I gotta imagine, like it's like I could. I was gonna say I could understand if Jeffrey Dahmer happened today. And a like, cause and that's where I feel like they're getting it from, and it's the whole virtue signaling thing. It's because in the movie, when the comic book comes out and shit, the parents and the victims are like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" So they want to be like, "That's the good side, safe yeah. spot." And it's like, I was gonna say, like, I'm sorry though, like, 
a lot of time. Jeffrey Dahmer's been dead for for, over, for thir- like decades, for, for like thirty years, almost years. thirty years. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you know, and he got killed the same way he did his first medal, his first murder. With it was with, he got hit in the head with a dumbbell, but or not a, a dumbbell, a uh, like a lead pipe or something. It's like, come on, guys, and it's just. It's it's just ridiculous. Like it's it's like I've seen people be Manson. Like you know, I yeah. I thought it was an awesome couple's co- costume. Somebody was Manson and Sharon Tate. Like they murdered a pregnant woman. But, but you like, dressing up Halloween. you dr- you dressing up as them. You dressing up as them yeah. is not is not you're not hurting anybody. And what about movies? What about yeah. Tom Hanks coming out and saying that in this day and age, I could never be casted as a gay man, and nor should I, and apologized for playing the gay guy in the movie that was like about AIDS awareness. Yeah, yeah, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. The gay community, because people yep. were trying to keep it under wraps. Yeah. And so it was like, that was a noble thing, and it's like, people, it's acting. Yeah. You're not making fun of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's difference between the blackface that was done in 1930s where they're bugging out their eyes and they have shoe polish on yeah. their face. It's like somebody who's not Spanish can have a scene in a part where they speak with a cheesy Spanish accent. You know what I yeah. mean? You know who like, uh, you know what you guys know Gabriel Iglesias? Yes, I was Fluffy? He did a special. Comedian. He did a special where he was. He talked about how much he hates cancel culture because he got uh, casted to do Speedy Gonzalez's voice in the new Space Jam movie, and he, they were like, "Well, we know this is like a substantive thing, but we want to get a Mexican to play the Mexican character." And he was. He said something along the lines of like, "I." I don't care. Like, there's nothing offensive about Speedy Gonzalez. He's a yeah. mouse. He's Mexican. He's like, I don't want to condone this. Get a white guy. Get a black guy. And he's fast. There's nothing, like, there's nothing, he said there's nothing offensive about Speedy Gonzalez. He's like, I would do the character. He's like, not only will I do the character, I would do it to the best of my ability. And, like, I'll do the rest of the characters if you want me to. I'll do, I'll do all, I'll do the entire cast of the Space Jam movie. (laughs) Yep, and the same thing. They had to get rid of uh, Lola's boobs or Babs, whatever her name is. Yeah, Lola. Yeah, Lola. Yeah, they had to get rid of her boobs, and it was like the same thing. Me and Colin were laughing so fucking hard at that. Are women not allowed to have curves now? (laughs) Like Jesus. Me and Colin were laughing. We we made jokes back and forth about. Getting rid of Lola Bunny's tits in the new movie because God, I had the hot spot. She, she had the, she had tits. She had tits in the original Space Jam, yeah. and she had a breast reduction. Yeah, but me and Colin were just laughing so hard at the fact that like liberals and conservatives were like arguing over the fact whether this cartoon fucking rabbit should be allowed to have tits in this fucking movie. It was so fucking funny to us. It's like, it's like, it's just so preposterous though. And these people are making millions of dollars. I'm sitting there, my asshole boss is spraying me with a hose yelling at me today. And these motherfuckers are in a business room like, can Lola have boobs? Can she not? What's the right progressive thing? And I was going to say this earlier. You get these companies like fucking Nike who are like, we stand with with this on their Twitter page and put this tweet out like, you know what I mean, with whatever group. And it's like, 
how about you pay your employees a real wage, Mr. Virtue Signals? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How about you not have kids making your shoes yeah. in, like, exactly. Cambodia for exactly. a fucking quarter? And, a day, yeah. Uh, yeah, how, how about you Virtue Signal that way? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Shit, we are gonna play a song. We I are... gotta sh- I gotta give a shout out to Marley because we haven't got to mention this before, but uh, my hair, the hair, yeah. my hair. That's why we play standard yeah. issue. I give you the chair, but <laughs> yeah. it. Yes, I didn't break shit. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, Marley did a fantastic job on my on hair yesterday, and I spiked my, I charged my hair for the first time in months. And it feels good, and that's why we play standard issue because I got I got my hair done good. Standard issue. I'm standard issue, you bitches. Poser. <laughs> uh, all right, we're yeah. gonna play some uh, dead end kids. Street brats up next.
right. That was uh, the Street Brats right there. Do I have both channels unmuted? But yeah, we're chilling on some posts. Hanging out, radio. man. Hang I am going to squeeze out. in one more quick song. Let's do another song. Because we, yeah. uh, we did a whole bunch of talking. What do you want to hear? I want to hear. I'm wearing the Defiance shirt. I want to hear some Defiance. Okay. Let's, let's I was also like, thinking uh, about. Antisocial or something like that. Oh, yeah. Nice long song. There we go. Here's Antisocial coming off No Future, No Hope, punk core record, of course. And uh, which song did you say one again? Antisocial. Antisocial, track six. I don't even have it in front of me, and I know mm. it's track Tra six. I know it's track six, With too. that long-ass bass, bass intro. Line, yep. All eighth notes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, I can't. I can't find the fucking album. Sean Stahl, talk about Defiance. All right, so uh, shit. I mean, uh, Defiance. Marley and me were talking yesterday about CY Fest and how uh, Defiance had to drop off uh, last year. So are they, are they playing next year? So is yeah, that a they, thing? They were supposed to play this year, and then they had to drop off, and then they're supposed to be playing next year. Yeah. Okay, so cool. So I've I've seen Defiance. I've only seen Defiance once. Have you seen them at I've all? I've seen them once in Vegas. I saw them in uh, in Philly when they played at uh, Take This Bird and Shove It. That was, and it was one of like two years that they did that. They only it only lasted like two years, and I I got to see them, the one and I think the one and only time they played in Philly. For that fest. I hardcore hung out with them one night. Yeah. Not to the fact where they would remember me, but one of those <laughs> yeah. nights where, dude, we were di they, they we started talking to them, and they were being dicks to mad people. <laughs> but for some reason, they were cool with me and my one boy, and then ended up at, like, the after party and stuff. They were a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I have the track queued up if you guys want to get to Defiance. Here they are, antisocial. I'm such an asshole. God damn it, Andrew. Do I gotta stall again? <laughs>
How many times, how many times as a child were you all excited to see either something like the casualties or leftover crack and then you'd see defiance and you wouldn't notice that it said Ohio and you'd go to the show yeah, yeah. expecting to see defiance and you'd get some no offense defiance Ohio but they were like a folk band yeah they and were. with like accordions, yeah, I was there I was there and we were like I got kicked out of that defiance. show I've seen them several times <laughs> and defiance, defiance Ohio yeah and defiance <laughs> was one of our favorite bands dude that legit happened to me the the one it only happened once where I hardcore thought Defiance was playing but then I ended up seeing them like two other times where on the flyer I was like oh Defiance and then Ohio and then the Ohio. third time I was like I saw Defiance and I was like it's probably Ohio right and I was like yeah and it is yeah. it is it's like no, yo, but see, no see, yo, I remember uh, hopping trains. I remember yeah. I saw it def- when I, the first time and only time I saw Defiance came from uh, Revolt was in the pit with me and we were like swinging around. She was like swinging me around, and then the song ended. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, Defiance!" And, she, and then she got like, she like hugged me and shit. That's the only interaction I've ever interaction I've ever had. Yeah, that's sorry. the only interaction. <laughs> what interaction he's had for? Her. That's the only interaction. That's what I meant to say. The only interaction I've had with. Uh, with uh, with uh, K from Revolt. <laughs> <laughs> Revolt kicks ass too. Revolt kicks ass. Yeah, I love that song. They got up on today. She doesn't remember, but she's not gonna. <laughs> she doesn't know who the fuck I am, but I know who she is. Speaking of Kay, she creepy. opens up uh, Joe yeah, from I the Unsubs. She opens up Joe from the Unsubs Pogo in the Pit Part Two documentary. Amazing. I can't. Do I told. I told Marley. Yeah, I told Marley this yesterday. I, well, we were I talking about this it. yesterday because she had the, the the first one on the DVD yeah. in a room, and I was like, I can't wait to see the second one because I heard him heavily featured in it. Joe did an interview with me, with like, <laughs> like, like, like a, I'm a like, minute, like, just <laughs> like I'm just like hammered. I guess. I, oh yeah, you're introducing the spiky tops, and you are shit faced. <laughs> we were watching it at, at like the premiere thing. And fucking everybody, like me and Jess are laughing, and like the wheels were there. Uh, yeah, the wheels were there. Gordy and um, no, it was Gordy. The bad English were there, so okay. Gordy was all right, there. All right, all right. Yeah, and like we're sitting together and we're chuckling, like, oh god, Sean's shit faced. And then you hear other people that don't even know you, like, that dude is shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you like, what is the uh, with the our band's spite uh the spiky tops like it's like, like and you're at the studio and I'm like when the fuck did he take this I'm like Sean was that drunk <laughs> it fucking is great because also like so what it is Joe like interviews someone so like he'll interview Kay and then you'll see like footage from Florida when Revolt yeah. was playing at the two tattoo parlor and then like it'll flash over to dog shit and they'll talk to them and then you know they'll you'll see them play and it'll be through like the camera mic and stuff so in smack dab in the middle like 45 minutes in maybe so spiky tops one up. side it's in there and um i don't think there's we don't actually speak about one side it but he like put our yeah. our first i thought you were talking about the spiky tops you know uh, uh you might be the singer in the video i'm not sure you one, might it's the first show really yeah okay it's either you or chris but okay. it was just a one-sided song and then it cuts and it's sean 
And then Joe, it looks great. I got to convince him. He's doing like a soft release. I got to try and talk to him and convince him to cut out the music video and put it on YouTube. He made an actual music video where he took our studio recorded song and spliced a bunch of film from our only little show and us walking around and us in the studio and made a music video with the track played over topped, mastered. It was the only part in the film like it. It was by far the pinnacle, like, you know what I right, mean? Right, right. And, uh, yeah, he was real proud of it, and he was like, yeah, that's like a little Easter egg. Well, is it, isn't uh, uh, Joe, I think Joe's doing like, um, a re- isn't he doing like a release something in like next month, like is December? Is he finally officially releasing it? I want to say that the release date for uh, the second one is next month. I want to say December, like December sounds familiar, like going back to the, the, uh, the, um, what you went to, the fucking pre viewing or whatever the fuck it was. Premiere. Like, premiere, yeah. <laughs> I feel like December sticks out in my mind is when the actual, like, oh, and, I, I I've so. ta- and I've talked to him about it. I want to say December sticks out in my head as when the DVD is actually going to be released. Good, good, because he, when he first talked about it. Don't quote it, me on that, but I hope it does, because uh, yeah. that's, that's that's not that far away. Uh, you don't think it's just another screening? Because he's done several screenings. Um, I, no, I want to say, I, no, I want to say that he's releasing it next month. I, I mean, I hope he pr- starts promoting it, if that's the case. Could, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I want to, like, like d- December. Yeah, look online. December sounds familiar to Go me, to so Joe's that's what page, I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah. And, like, I remember at the premiere, like, I was expecting to walk out of there with, like, 10 DVDs. He was like, oh, no, I'm not selling it yet. I was like, dude, why not? I was like, it's all ready. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know if he was still editing it. or, But uh, he said it would be more like 2023, but December's pretty much then. And that was all the way back so in, So maybe, like, maybe, May. maybe, or hopefully, if it's not December of this year, then maybe it'll be early 2023. Oh, probably, right? It's so, probably I mean, right. it's, it's, it's not far off. It was just when I was talking. It was a long time ago when I was talking to him, but when I was talking to him, he was making it like, ah, it's going to be a while. So I'm just happy okay. to hear I it soon. You. I got you. But it was so great. I couldn't find anything on his page, so I just asked him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you can just yeah. text him. Yeah, yeah I just, just messaged him. Be like, Joe, when, when is Pogo in the like, Pit coming, 2 coming out? <laughs> when is Pogo in the Pit 2 coming out? Urgent on Pogo City. We need to know. Yes, but go to uh, 4D Kids Production Bandcamp. You can. Uh, there'll definitely be information about it there and on the Facebook. But it's 4D Kids. I thought I had the shirt on. I had it on yesterday. But uh, the number four, the letter D, K I D. Is it S or Z? Do you guys know? Uh, I feel like it's I think a Z. It's, I guess it's a Z. It yeah. should be on a sticker somewhere around here. But yeah, go to 4D Kids Bandcamp. You can buy stuff there. And the uh, Facebook, love Joe, love the unsubs. Oh, that's a good little segue. So, so we're going to uh, play some unsubs? Angry unsubs? Youth. Angry Youth playing in Atlanta at, at Bill's 40 birthday. Fest. Yeah, that's uh, Joe's Fest. other band, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was his band from years ago. They did one show or a couple shows this year, earlier, mm-hmm. like about a year ago. But back together for 40 Fest. So I'm at the Halloween show, which we'll talk about for a little too, the U.S. Chaos show. And I'm uh, talking to, uh, 
Who was I talking to? I'm talking to Frank Foe, who used to be on a bunch of the radio shows and spin records on the actual radio, punk on like different college stations and shit. But I'm talking to him and he, he's like, oh, you're going to that. Who's going? Who's playing? And I said, I don't know. I said, I know Blanks is going. I'm going out with them. You know what I mean? Renee, me and Rude Girl. And uh, he's like, who else is playing? And then there just happened to be flyers. I think Joe put them there. I picked up the flyer. I don't have it with me. But I was like, holy shit. I had no idea. We have tickets. We have flight. You know what I mean? And it's Blanks, The Havoc, Endless Struggle. Fucking, yeah. there was more punk core bands. Uh, I don't want to misquote anything. Look up 40 Fest. But it was plenty of charged and punk core. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Blanks, of course. I was pumped as shit, and Blanks was the top build. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, there's definitely a Facebook for 40 Fest, so if you want to look that up. But I will, I will look the, that up. the show was up. great. U.S. Chaos did two sets, two different drummers. They played a lot of great songs. They played Last Call for Alcohol. Finally, me my uh, favorite. And, uh, I asked Renee several times, and she used to say, ah, no, I don't know that one. But since it was a double set, she had to learn all this stuff, and they closed the final set. I can't find it. With, can you turn that off? It's going to feed back. With Last Call for Alcohol. No, I don't know how to turn and it, it was, off. And it was a, the <laughs> volume turned it down. It was amazing, but the whole show was great. And Renee was also a killer clown, like Sheena was. And... Uh, I knew U.S. Chaos was getting dressed up, but I didn't realize they were all going to be killer clowns. It was really cool. They all had completely different outfits, but all clowns and evil. Right. They looked great. They looked real good. Sinbin was hilarious. I'm going to give you guys... Uh, well, Sinbin was hilarious. The uh, one guitar player, so that's Sean Yunchuk, Muggsy, you know. You probably looked it up on Instagram, right? The, the no. one... No? The no. one Wait, guitarist... On Facebook? Yeah. Just I right found now. it on <laughs> Bill Johnston's Facebook. Good, good. So the one, the one guitarist, it was hilarious, right? So he's got, he's got like those plastic pleather pants, super tight. This ridiculous curly slash looking wig. He's got a cut up look with the cat dragged in poison shirt, and these guitars that are straight out of the eighties with green and black on one and orange and black on another like zebra striped bandanas sashes tied to his leg and Jess goes oh my god that guy is so hot but I really just like his look I'm not into his face really but he's so hot I love his look I said Jess he's wearing a fucking costume I said that is literally the 80s rocker costume at Spirit she goes are you for real I said yes you yeah. ever see that costume? <laughs> yes. Everything was from the costume. He probably got a separate wig. She goes, okay, I figured he was wearing a wig. I Is he in Steel yes. Panther? And it's basically, I was like, are you serious? Is you he really in Steel like Panther? Look? Like, Is he in Def Leppard? Because she makes fun of, like, Vince Neil from, like, um... Motley Crue, but yeah. she loves like Tommy Lee and Nikki Six, so yeah. I guess that makes sense. But it was hilarious. She had no idea. And she was dead serious. <laughs> she loved the tight pleather pants and the bandanas tied all over the legs. It's like it's literally a costume. Was, uh, and the uh, clap played as well. But U.S. Chaos was a blast. Uh, this woman, I forget her name. I've met her a couple times. I've seen her at some of the shows. She uh, she made this awesome thing. It was like a. Uh, like a, a bakery, like a baking type thing. So what it was, she had a a big like platter round tray and then a small round dish in the middle, okay? 
and she took a bunch of pretzel sticks, like the ones that are like two, three inches long and skinny, took a bunch of pretzel sticks, took three quarters of each stick, dipped it into white chocolate, okay, left a quarter of the brown pretzel out, crumbled up Oreos with the icing and the black cookie, mad crumbly, dumped it all over the pretzels in these platters and it was an ashtray of cigarette butts that you could eat and they were <laughs> fucking delicious because it was cookies and cream and white chocolate like the delicious Hershey's cookies and cream that I obsessed with and eat every day and I suck off all the white chocolate and then I chew up the Oreo oh my he god he sucks it all it takes me it, it takes me like he a sucks half it all. hour to eat one of those I fucking love it but uh, so it was like that and then it's got a pretzel and they look like cigarettes it was great in an ashtray it was fucking great they were delicious she was giving me jello shots oh this is hilarious so i heard you got drunk stomach, at the show so let me tell the and story. renee was let like me, yeah don't ruin, it, don't ruin it so let me so i'm supposed to i don't drink that much because of my stomach and uh I, I was feeling all right so i'm like yeah renee make me a drink renee makes me a drink makes me a second one but then she's on stage okay so i go in the back I take the vodka, I, I make it the same way Renee does, you know what I mean? I, I go a lot of ice, fill up like almost a, th a third, of the, a little less than a third of vodka, then a whole shit ton of seltzer, damn near to the rim, and then just the finest splash, whole shit ton of seltzer, to clear, and then a splash of the red cranberry, okay? So I make my drink, I go out there, I'm like, God damn, I made this too stiff. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tip this back, like halfway, I'm just gonna chug it real quick, like halfway, and then I'm gonna take seltzer and I'm gonna dump it on top a whole nother half of seltzer and dilute it. I do that, I go back out there, I'm like, God damn, this is still strong as fuck. I'm like, holy shit. So then I go and I do it a third time, and Jess is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I, I keep making my drinks too strong. I don't know what I'm doing. I said, I drank them and I'm trying to cut it. I said, I'm drinking half and then I'm putting in more sauce and I'm trying to dilute it. I go over for a fourth one. Larry Siddix goes, who opened the bottle of vodka? I said, oh, I did. I, I couldn't find the other open one. And he, he goes, it's the seltzer bottle. I was dumping vodka on top of vodka with a splash of cranberry. You fucking moron. And jump another half of Why vodka. is this drink so strong, goddammit? I was making them strong. Why, why is it? <laughs> why would I put vodka in this drink? Is it stronger? Why am I so drunk? So that's why I'm hammered. Why am I so drunk? I fed myself so much alcohol. Larry's like, dude, that's vodka. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, you fucking idiot. That's hilarious. Well, I was shitty, but I, I sobered. I was like, you know, I was sober enough to drive by the time alcohol goes through me. It, it, like, I stopped drinking after that. And then, like, if I don't drink for like an hour and a half, I'm sober, especially with the weed. I remember that, sto that story about how you got pulled over and you were drinking and you blew like a point zero zero. That's happened more than once. <laughs> okay, so one time. Leaving the Jacks. We I remember the story of. Jackson Street? The Jackson. The Jacks, no, oh, the Jacks. That's funny. One's the Jacksonian. Jackson All right. So that that was funny. It was the first day I had my Honda, right? And I my minivan that I had before that. There was something broken, and it broke, and I broke it with the lights on all the time, which I was fine with. Now, my Honda, you have to put it on a setting to do that. It was literally my first day 
with the car, okay? We're closing the jacks. It's a show. I'm parked right out front because we were there first and unload it. And I see the cops. They have their window down, sitting in front of the bar, looking at us. We're the last people. I'm like, all right, everybody, belts on. You know what I mean? Everybody piles into the car. And we're driving for make it around the block. Whoop, whoop, pulled over. You been drinking? I had been drinking. I had been drinking. I had like three doubles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I hadn't drank for like probably three hours. Two and a half, okay. three hours. Okay. okay. So they pull me out of the car. Someone in the back, this is before Weed's Legal, goes, fuck, dude, I got an ounce in my pocket. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> now I got to deal Why with Why are this. people so stupid? This, this Why are you so dumb? Out. He gives stupid. three field tests, right? I do the alphabet backwards, finger to the nose three times, has me doing steps with like weird stepping. I pass him no problem. I am high 24-7. Like everything I yeah. do, I do high, and it's been like that since I've been off parole for seven years, six years, okay? And it's like, so I, I'm not struggling with this at all. Like I said, three tests, then boom, out comes the breathalyzer, breathalyzer yeah. and I blow it, and I know you gotta blow hard, and I don't even fight it. You know what I mean? I do kind of try and like <coughs> hold. Imagine I'm holding my breath back and breathing mm. out, like sucking back my tongue, and not that that does anything, but and I do blow hard, and then he goes, and it went through, and it said zero, and he goes, give me another straw, mm. puts it on, makes me do it a second time, and then he thanked me for being a designated driver and said your lights he thanked me for being a, de a designated driver and said your headlights <laughs> are off turn on your headlights that's why they always and, get you because i did i was used to him turning on auto yeah. but then yo when we were teenagers i flat out got into an accident we were drinking all night in the woods once again hadn't been drinking for like maybe two hours though you know what i mean now it's like Nine in the morning, maybe we stop drinking at like six, six thirty in the morning. Okay, there is I shit you not seven kids in my Dodge Aries, and they all got like purple hair with Liberty spikes. Darren Poole's there, Black Zach and his ex are there, <coughs> Sarah's there, me. Okay? We're all minors. We have bottles and an open case that like beers are coming out of. I'm roll. I stop at a stop sign, but then I try and pass somebody, and they clip the back of my car. We got open containers in the car. We're around, we're up the street from Sarah's. I dart to the top of the hill. I see the people in the van stop and get out. And I'm like, fuck, I can't leave. I go run. All the kids jump out of the car, start running with the booze, except, of course, drunk ass Darren Poole, who, with the beer in his hands, proceeds to walk down the street cursing at the woman we get into the accident with. I'm like, get him the fuck out of here. They're dragging him away. Kids are running. They got the boxes. Me and Black Zach stay behind. And first thing, because of course the woman tells him, first thing, why'd you pull so far away? I was like, I, I didn't want to be in the intersection. He was like, you're pretty far from the intersection. I said, this is where I parked. She goes, I heard they say a bunch of kids ran out of your car. I said, well, it was just <coughs> our girlfriends who were the soberest. I said, they live down the street, so they left. He goes, no, that's leaving a scene of the accident. They need to get back here now. But we didn't bring Darren Poole back. 
and the girls come back and they're talking to us and they want to know why they ran and blah, blah, blah. They're like, you know what? Finally, just take the breathalyzer. Boom. 0. 0.0. There you go, man. There you 0. go. 0.0. Zero. I got I got one I, of the only I gotta, things. I got a story. I got a story. Not, well, let me read this Forty Fest thing real quick. Oh yeah, so let's, 40, do, let's let's promote Forty Fest. Forty Fest is in Atlanta. It is January nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty first. That is a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. God damn, I'm missing fucking work. Okay, so we got angry youth. Oh, Billy Bats and the Made Men. Blank seventy seven. Ricardo and the Broken Cuffs. What's up, Ricardo? I know he's Ricardo. Listening. Cheap sex. What's oh, up, Ricardo? Yeah, cheap sex. That was yeah. one I was trying to think of. Fuck yeah, corrupted youth. Dead seventy seven. Endless struggle. Hanging judge. The havoc. The horribles. Oil change. The parasitics. Punks attack, rotten stitches, and wrecked. That is an amazing, amazing lineup. That's a killer lineup. That's a fucking stacked I mean, lineup. I'm super stoked for cheap sex, endless struggle, broken cuffs. I'm stoked legs. for like at least like two thirds of those bands, I'm man. For all, like, but I mean, cheap two th- sex at least two th- is from my high school no, days. Endless I, struggle. Is I want to see. I want to yeah. see all those bands. I want to see. I want to see all those bands. Oh, there you go. But oh, like, yeah. the, a lot of those bands. A lot of those bands are like bands that I haven't seen. And if I haven't seen your band before, I want to go see you. So like wrecked. I've I've only seen I've never Florida. seen I've never seen wrecked. Did we see wrecked? Oh, yeah, Florida, oh, yeah. We did see wrecked. Florida. They were cool. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen like endless. He was I've never very seen. Drunk. I've he never seen wrecked. endless. Yeah, he was wrecked. <laughs> I I would never <laughs> see endless struggle. I want to see all of those bands. Yeah, I've never seen endless struggle. So but I got a struggle. I got a story. I got a story. How do you talk? Go, Sean. All right, so I'm like 19, right? And fucking. Me, I'm, I'm hanging out with Josh Lay. Crusty fuck, Krusty fuck Josh. Josh. We haven't seen him in a long ass time. I miss him so much. But fucking me and him are smo- and and my friend Steven are smoking weed out of a homemade bong that we made out of a soda bottle when we were because we didn't because we didn't have the money to go out and buy like an actual bong or like a bowl or anything. We needed weed. We needed we just we we had to spend our money on weed. So we smoked a shitload of weed. In my car, and then we were going to drive to go get Matt Ficken because Matt Ficken wanted to hang out with us. Rest in peace, Matt Ficken. Second time. Rest in peace. Playing bed. So like, next. fucking, we're driving down the the highway, right? Or not the not even the highway, like a like a fucking, uh, like just a road. I'm doing like ten mile. I'm doing like fifty five and a forty five, something like that. I get pulled over. I get pulled over and the cop knows me because he had just arrested me last weekend. Yeah, last weekend, when that starts happening. he just arrested me last week. He's like, "Oh, hey, Sean, Mr. Johnson, how how are we tonight?" Blah blah blah. He goes, "I smell marijuana in the car. Have you guys been smoking?" I was like, uh, "I haven't smoked in this car since yesterday. We just got done smoking. We just got done smoking." Like I said, "No, we haven't smoked in this car since I've been smoking in this car since yesterday." He's like, "Can you get out of the car?" So we get out of the car. There, we we st- we get pulled over. Before we get pulled over, we stuff the fucking bong that we made out of a soda bottle under the car, under the car seat, right? So they're like, they bring out the the uh, they search the car. I think they bring they might even brought out the dogs. They might have even brought out the dogs. I can't remember, but they search the car, and they don't. They're like, they come back to me like, all right, Mr. Johnson. Uh, we didn't find anything. Isn't it funny they said they didn't like, find you were gonna be sad? Yeah. Like, we, didn't, we, we didn't get a. We didn't uh, find anything. We didn't find anything. Uh, but uh, 
be be careful. Be careful. Whatever you're doing, be careful. And, like they didn't even, and they didn't even give me a speeding ticket. I was speeding, and they didn't give me a speeding ticket. And then Dude. we went and met up with Matt Fick and, and smoked more weed. Sure wasn't oregano. Maybe that's why the dog that's didn't mind bullshit. it. I was driving through Ohio, and I got a fucking speeding ticket. I was driving one of my drives across the country, my many drives from West Coast to East Coast. And they fucking sent out a warrant for my arrest, like, immediately. And I'm like, we can't drive across the country again. I can't go through... Chicago or Ohio anymore and then like I ended up having to take care of it but it was for like not even like a speeding ticket like it was fucking bullshit I was gonna fight that shit and I'm like I don't want to go to the courthouse in Ohio and like, then you gotta pay for it yeah. yeah so rude girl Jess goes to Philly to get like mouth surgery she's got to go there a lot right so I gotta <laughs> take off from work and drive her there right this is a scheduled thing been waiting for months my mom's supposed to come and pick up the kids and take them to school there's a knock at the door it's like a half hour early. This is like last week. I'm like, come on in, mom. Knock, knock, knock. Mom, it's open. Come in. Knock, knock, knock. I open the door. Oh, it's, it's the, the police. Cops. Yeah. They're like, we're looking for Andrew Santoro. <laughs> Why the fuck are you here? And he goes, we have a bench warrant. I'm like, oh, oh. Fucking bitch, are you? I go, Jess, we got problems. <laughs> I'm like, kids, stay upstairs. He goes, look, look, it's 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 bench warrant. It's for tickets. I'm like, dude, it was a twenty dollar parking ticket. They came, drove me around Easton in the back of a cop car for and two hours, picking up other people who were there for tickets, <laughs> picking us all up, get us to the courthouse. Like a half hour early, but they were cool. Let me go to the diner and I had breakfast. They didn't even come in. You know what I mean? And we're there and we got to wait for the courthouse to open. And then I had to go deal with this fucking bench warrant for a $20 fucking parking ticket I got in front of my fucking house that I forgot to pay. Isn't it weird? Isn't I got picked up. Yeah. I got picked. I remember back I didn't, when I, I was, never, I've never had the cops come to my house and say they had a bench warrant, but I've gotten letters in the mail multiple times. Oh, by the way, a warrant is recently for me is like, Two months ago, I got a I got a, I got a message in the mail well, saying they picked me up they, for like a they day. Didn't, they, didn't, they didn't pick me up. They Dude, didn't pick me up. I don't know how they didn't pick me up, but they said they had they had a they had a warrant out for my arrest. I just warrant out for my arrest, and I was like, what the fuck? Is, it was because I didn't pay like a fine or something like Sean, that. Did we have the same like? thing happened to us at the same like exact period of time where pennsylvania was just like fuck these guys yeah these guys exactly because, exactly like, it was like ago, two months like, ago i just I got a, like, a letter a in the mail saying there's a warrant out for your arrest yeah i got and then they were gonna suspend my license too just from like i was going like maybe 10 miles over the speed limit like i was in the slow lane like i couldn't have been going that fast like and they oh yeah you're in the right me. lane yeah. you can go that fast they got me in fucking East. What's the difference between having a bench? Is there a difference between having a bench warrant and just having a warrant out? Yeah, I I don't know the specific difference, but a bench they, warrant is because they didn't come to my house, but they sent something. They sent a letter to my house. A bench warrant is kind of like when you're on parole or probation and you have a technical violation. And a uh, there's a technical violation, and then there's a criminal violation. So when you're on parole, a technical violation is a dirty urine. It's not illegal to have a dirty urine, but you're on parole. That's a technical. We're violating you. You're going to jail. 
bench warrants are for like kind of like that like mine was for failure to appear because i didn't respond to the ticket i believe that an actual warrant comes with an element of a criminal investigation do you know what i mean this is like a summary right it's a lesser if it was if i had absconded like if i was um out on work release and just didn't go back that would be a warrant you know what i mean yeah, right. or if like uh we were stealing and they got our faces and somehow knew our names that would be a regular warrant i'm pretty sure the bench warrant is for the the lesser like summary yeah. ticket you oh, know what i mean okay. cuz right. technically it wasn't for my ticket it was for failure to appear Here. because okay. i didn't send in the ticket and then i got a court yeah. date and then i didn't go to court bench warrant okay. and it was only they got me on the the court date was for like a Tuesday and they got me on like a Thursday. So it was like real quick. Yeah. But I got a good one for you then we're going to play Bedlam. I'm going to fast through it forward through the fun of this front of this cuz it was a long time ago, but so I get this call from my mother crying, right? Crying hysterically, saying she can't say what's going on, but I need to come to the house. She's hysterically crying, okay? We got some bad stuff going on. We may have just committed a bunch of really bad crimes, like that we could definitely get time for, mm-hmm. and we're all like 19, okay? And fucking, I'm driving to my house, and uh, we also have lots of product on us of different kinds. I'm driving, I get like two blocks away, cop car coming at me, makes a U, he starts following me. I'm like, oh shit, get up to the next corner, there's a cop there, starts following him. Turn into my mother's development, cop at those two corners who also start following, and I'm like, this isn't good. And then as I drive down, I see the dozen cop cars in front of my house and uh, then I go to run and then realize I'm not going to get the shit kicked out of me in front of my house again <laughs> by cops. What was this? This was when we were like 18. Okay. You know what I mean? And we had allegedly allegedly stolen a bunch of guns. That's uh, what, okay? And fucking, so there and also oh shit, we're minors. It was the Aries. We're minors because my mom gave them permission. It was actually my stepfather Mm -hmm. to search the car because I didn't own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't find anything. It's a whole run around. Nothing happens. There's no evidence. Nothing happens to us. One of the kids, he's dead now, go figure, Nick, he was 12 at the time. The cops wouldn't, the one cop wouldn't leave till his mom came and picked him up because all the minors had to be picked up by a parent. You know what I mean? So you remember Nick's mom. Yeah, she yeah, was not yeah. in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The cops knew her too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, <coughs> this cop's sitting there and he is flirting with my mom and he's young and pretty good looking. My mom's like 45, 50 at the time. This dude's probably like 25, <coughs> buff. You know what I mean? Hardcore openly flirting with my mom and giving me shit. Like, yeah, you better shut it up there, young woman, right? right? What did you do? What so, did you do? Just so I leave. What do I do? I go do the drugs as soon as they <laughs> left. But so it is the next night, okay? I'm driving with a car with no taillights. I know it's got no taillights. I'm going to fucking Finkin's house, okay? I'm bringing him an eighth of weed. I'm mad paranoid because a cop hangs out at Chubby's. But I'm like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to pass Chubby's, but... You could still see me if you're looking down the road, but I'm not going to drive right past. And I'm nervous, so I stuff it in my sock. It's only an eighth. 
and it's it's right in the arc of my foot. I go past this corner, boom, lights on. Walks up, it's that cop who was flirting with my <coughs> mom. He goes, you're headed to Zach Lays, Andrew. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm actually not. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> and he was like, okay. He's like, uh, you're going to have to step out of the car. Searches my car, finds a water bottle bong, okay? Puts it on the Finds a switchblade, like an actual, not a pocket knife that opens quickly, yeah. like a button switchblade, okay? And puts that on the top of the car. And then proceeds to search me. I've been patted down by this time a hundred times probably, okay? I got my docs. They're laced in everything because I got the weed in them, all right? Tells me to untie my shoes after he pats me down. Starts searching in my boots. Then he tells me to take my foot out. I take my foot out. My sock is still on. I bend my foot back. He starts literally like giving me a foot massage. Hits the bag of weed. I hear it crinkle. He goes, what's that in your sock? I said, nothing. He said, good, give me your other foot. Put my foot down, <laughs> threw away the bong, took the knife and said, your mom is a nice woman. You need to knock this shit off. I'm following you home. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Dude, he hit the bag, heard it, yeah. said, what's in your sock? I said, nothing, and he let it go. Yeah, he knew it wasn't nothing. Like, why he was knew he it wasn't yeah. searching me then, just to like scare me? Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? That's what he was doing. Uh, that's what he was doing. I didn't even realize Matt Finkin was going to come into play in that story, and that's at least the third time we Rest brought peace. him up. So he's I'm typing in Matt Finkin into <laughs> Spotify. So he's not on this recording, but he's on the originals. The Bedlam Punks. We used to play this, this song back in the fucking day. I was the original Zach, drummer for this absolutely. song. Absolutely, and one of the singers. We're going to do a little East Coast Punks. This is my dumbass on vocals.
right, that was the Bedlam Punks right there. I love, I do a I love, the, I love that track. I, love I feel that like track. Marley was just about to say something important and the mics had to unmute. <laughs> so we're going to play some drinking buddies. stand at the YMCA when I was 16 on the back of like the state paper where we had to like test the water like, <laughs> on the back of it wrote it down on that I'm drinking 40s right now I'm 30 I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 36 years old tomorrow is, tomorrow is my birthday I meant to say tomorrow that tomorrow is my birthday show. god damn it I meant to say tomorrow is my fucking birthday, and I'm still drinking 40s. You're gonna get white girl wasted. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get white girl wasted. <laughs> I still drink, I'm, thir- I'm almost 36 years old, and I still drink 40s. I don't know why I didn't buy dabs today. I should have bought dabs today. I got like, I got like six dabs maybe downstairs. I'm saving them for tomorrow morning. And I'm going. I, I got some chocolates though, but it's like. By the time I eat some chocolates, it's I, like I, I, I like I Renee's. I like Renee's chocolates. I like Renee's chocolates. They, yeah, now she's are... making them in dick shape, so she could be like, "Have a penis." <laughs> Listen, yeah. if you want to get high, you're still gonna eat it. Oh, I eat it. I yeah, eat you're it. still gonna eat it. But she's doing it on purpose. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's got, doubting that. Eat a bag of dicks. We got some eat a bag, shows. Eat a bag of dicks. We got some shows coming up. Uh, I know there's some November shows, but I'm talking about a December show. This is a good one. Nice little noble cause. It's an annual thing. The 2022 Poor Man Inc. and Stomp Out Animal Abuse Toy Drive. It is Sunday, November 27th. All ages, 2 p.m. B-Y-O. All ages, B-Y-O, 2 p.m., Pig roast. There's uh, ice cold killers. There is fear gods, and I got rid of the flyer. There's a bunch more. I only wrote down those two. I meant to write down a lot more. But uh, a bunch (laughs) of bands playing. It's definitely going to be a good time. Like I said, it's the toy drive. You're supposed to bring a toy. Can you, like, uh, type in 
like the the toy drive or something, see if it comes in because I believe it has something to do with admission. I think if you bring a toy, it's either you get in or it's a discount. Like it, it's one of those two. Typing in toy drive is not no, going to bring. No, type in poor man ink. And like stomp out, and it'll come up. But uh, yeah, this will be going down in uh, Jersey, of course. Is that it? That's not it. <coughs> this is uh, this. This one's going down tomorrow. Tell them that one. Uh, read that one. Da, 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 no, read da, da, da. the one tomorrow. All right, all right. So, uh, poor man Inc. is putting out a show tomorrow, November fifth. Clam fight, nineteen DRT, Dab Nebula, Kirkby Kiss, <coughs> and Saint Bridget. So uh, go check that out. 7 p.m. 10, 10 bucks at the door. Century Bar 1350 South 29th Street in Philadelphia. So uh, go check out uh, Poor Man Inc.'s uh, fucking uh, show that they are putting on tomorrow. They got another show on the no- uh, the 6th November. Dead Crew Enzuguri. Sunday. Sunday, November 6th. Crazy Eddie. Uh, Butterbrain. Rest Assured. Concrete Ties and Kirkby Kiss. That is a matinee show that starts at 1 p.m. That is a benefit show for Oasis, a haven for women and children brought to you by your faves. 15 bucks at the door. Jimmy's Bar and Grill, 188 uh, Midland Avenue in Kearney, New Jersey. So go check that shit out. All right, so then back to that Christmas show. I got the flyer here. So this is the Poor Man Inc. Or actually now it's Poor Man New Jersey and Stomp Out Animal Abuse. Annual Toy Drive, the Ice Cold Killer Fear Gods, which has uh, Johnny from Head Wound on vocals. Johnny is the drummer in Head Wound. Uh, We have Poison IV, Chemical X, Tear Tear Gas, and a Maltoff Macho that is all going down. It is ten bucks or a new packed toy to get in. So yes, bring a toy and then it's free entry and it goes to uh, wherever they send it. It is at the log cabin. Had a lot of fun playing there. You can find some good videos from the log cabin on Pogo City's Facebook. Go give that a follow, subscribe, see me playing bass out there and a bunch of other cool bands. And you can catch all these bands on Sunday, November 27th. So this is a toy drive happening in November. And the last show that we are going to talk about, at least for now, uh, our girl, uh, Lower Class Jess, is putting on a show at uh, Prospect Street. Be fun. In Peaburg. Uh, Violent Society. <laughs> Violent fucking society is playing. Uh, the First parasitic like Simbin, Moose Knuckle, <gasps> and Destructifuck. So that is Fuck a yeah. that is a kill. I'm going to that show. That's yeah. That is a, I'm going to that What's fucking show. What's that at the BFW? That is at the a uh, the no. It is at is it was is the Prospect Street. Is that the VFW? Yeah, yeah. Okay, is. so that yeah. So on the Pogo uh, City stage. I can't see what the fuck the number is. It's something Prospect Street. I'm sorry. There's P-Bird, a you there's locals like, nowhere. There's like is. a little yeah. thing in like a little fucking thing in front of the number. I can't fucking see what it is. But ask if you don't know the address, ask a punk. They'll know where to go. Lower class dress is putting street. on a show. Violent, violent fucking society is playing. Pat. Violent society is playing. Pat's been on here plenty. Moose of times. knuckle, moose knuckle, who's all coming all the way PJ from Boston. And moose knuckle, Simbin, Simbin, you know Bethlehem guys. Muggsy been on Muggsy, here. Muggsy's been here. And Destructive Fox. I'm not sure where they're from. But, I've seen their name, but uh, I don't know. I, they're they're good. I've listened to them before. They're good. So check that shit out. That is going down December 10th, Saturday, December 10th at. Uh, 
and Peberg. So I'm I'm going to that show. I think it's like uh, maybe close to the four-year anniversary. If you guys want to go into the archives, I highly (laughs) recommend uh, either typing in or scrolling back to Thanksgiving with the Drew Gats. And the cover has the girls on it. And it's a whole long thing with the Drew Gats, but Pat talks a bunch, and he has so many good stories. I might have to go and republish that episode and get it further up in the feed. But Pat has so many cool stories, knows so many cool people, done so many cool things. He's the nicest, sweetest guy around. You know what I mean? He's always, I see him doing like, I swear to God, I see him doing noble shit that he doesn't even know I know he does. Like, hand to God. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right. Pat has such a good heart. Violent society. And uh, Squid, another great guy. I'm sure he'll be there. Definitely looking forward to this. Come support the local scene. Like I said, I pretty much consider our local scene from, you know, New York, Jersey, here to Philly. But this is the local, local scene. LCJ has got a sweet spot. She's had a lot of really nice turnouts. Mike uh, Blanks' birthday. We had the party here after one of her shows. It was a great time. Like I said, the Pogo City stage, BYO, a lot of fun. Come out to Peaberg. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it's only like a month away. It's only like a month away. So come out, fucking uh, hang out with some of the Pogo crew, and uh, we're gonna have a good time because I'm gonna be there. Also, we did confirm from Joe Pogo in the pit two will be out this year. So good little stocking stuffer. I don't have the official release date, but it will be out this year. I believe it's actually coming out. It might even be coming out this month. But uh, so look for it soon. Go bug Joe. Uh, tell him to release it. And like I said, you could probably buy it at 4D Kids Production Bandcamp. So what's that? Like 4D Kids Production There you go. Find him on Facebook or go to the unsubs. But definitely worth watching. I mean, it's got Revolt. Blanks, one-sided, the spiky tops, um, uh, I think Moose Knuckles in it, Dog Shit, Revolt, uh, I think the Virus, uh, Who Killed Spiky Jacket, you know, it's it's definitely, definitely worth a watch. It's way better than the first one, and the first one was awesome. But uh, yeah. Good job for Joe by, like, coming back with a sequel and making it even better. Yeah. You come back with a sequel to make it even better? That's so fucking. And I can't wait to see it because I I, I heard I was heavily featured in it. So well, well, I'm by, just being narcissistic. By heavily featured, you have like a three minute focused on part. You're not yes. the star of the movie. I just. But it is I funny w- though because I just wanted. I just to me that's five me, minutes of fame. It's, that's my like five minutes. Oh no, of fame. he's I mean, definitely the main feature of the band. He is like every band for the most part. There's like one person who talks, and he's the person. But also, what's cool is seeing all your friends and you, because you pop up a billion times throughout the crowd of other people's show. Like the wheels are yeah, in it, yeah, and Susie yeah. Moon's in it, and like Jess, you see Rude Girl Jess, you know, up front with the wheels, and you're all over the place. Hell but yeah, yeah, it's cool being like, who's Mohawk? That oh, that's Sean Kelly. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's, it's definitely hell yeah, hell yeah. Definitely. And I, mean, I can't wait to shows. see it, Joe. I just, I. Even though, even though, I want to see it for multiple reasons. I want to see it just because I want to see it. I just want to see new Pogo in the pit shit because I, the, the first one was so fucking good. The first one was so fucking good, man. I just want to see another one. I remember being like, 
Pogo in the pit? Somebody's making a Pogo in the pit name? That's that's gonna be awesome. And then it was like he was like, Hey, I'm about to release this. I could splice you in at the end. You wanna be in? I was like, sure. And for some I'm just like talking about Rick and Morty in the last scene of the first one. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun being in the spiky tops and one sided Oh, and the stats. We got some Florida footage. So remember, we talk about Joe like he's a local, but Joe lives in Virginia and just travels everywhere. There's footage from Florida, there's footage from Portland, there's footage from LA, I think there's footage from Texas, there's footage from Milwaukee, good old Jeffrey Dahmer, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, definitely excited. It will be out this year. Definitely buy that shit. I'm sure after he, ma I don't want to steal any sales from him, after he makes his initial sales up here, I'll probably buy like 10 from him and have to pass out what well, you can buy from around here later. But uh, yeah, so you guys you guys got anything else? Should we play a song and get out of here? Let's play up? a song and get out of here. Yeah, Mar fuck Marles, it. what you want to hear? Oh, shit. Put it on the spot Bye. now. Put I know. It on the spot jinx. Now. I was not prepared for this. Oh, fucking uh, Jinx. Put on Peter and the Test Tube Babies. Hell yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got anything else to say while I wrap this up? Somebody say something while I tell Fuck this. your mother. <laughs> Fuck your mother. I don't know. Fuck them all. Listen Fuck them all. The uh, previous episodes, like I said, if you guys are watching the podcast live on Facebook, you can go to pogocity.com and get the podcast in its entirety with better sound quality. And uh, also, you guys can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And also, the. Um, the pre-order, you guys can still order the one-sided Parasitics record from PogoCity.com. There is no release date. The test pressings have been approved. And, uh, yeah, the record's coming out. Just waiting. There is no release date, but some people were wondering if it was still coming we might around. Do, we, might, we might have to do something about that. I, okay, this is what, what we're going to do. We, we're going to do something about that, man. in my email. And, look, by no means am I saying to harass or threaten but I am going to give you guys an email, and you should email them and say, where, where is, is my record? Where is the parasitics and one-sided record? Because we were supposed Where's to have Where's my record? Because that is your record. If you paid money for it, that is your record. And then you haven't around fucking gotten everywhere. it yet. Where is my record? Where I, is I my the, record? I need the email address to. <laughs> Where's jump my up. goddamn record? I have Where's the name. But where is my goddamn <laughs> record? Why it won't? Okay, the email address that you need to politely email and say we want the parasitics and one-sided record. What is taking so long? The email is c o r r i n e dot G at U R pressing.com. The letter U, the letter R, P R E S S I N G dot com. Corinne dot G at U R pressing.com. Email them. That is our specific, like, agent person or whatever. And uh, say you want the one sided and parasitic where, record. Just ask, where, where is, is your record? Don't be nasty. Record. Just ask, where but is your record? Ask because for the record. Where is your record? Because you haven't gotten it yet. Yes. And it's been a very long time. It, it where was, is my goddamn record? They told us six months. We're past 18. 
Like, so don't 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 be don't be don't harass this woman. Don't don't fucking yeah, don't threaten her. Just be like, where where is where my is where is my goddamn record? record? Yeah. Where where is it? Where? And uh, ever so politely, where is my goddamn record? Some parasitics. Definitely need to play some parasitics. I am gonna see. I think I put the new track on YouTube. I don't remember if I did. Here's some new one-sided bitches. Ah, parasitics. Here's some new parasitics. We're getting the fuck out of here. This is on the record. Go fuck yourself. Pogo City. Chillin' Barley, Sean.